Hey guys, I'm Josiah Bland. And I am Grant Billings. Welcome to a long-awaited episode of Seeker Start. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Um, a lot has happened in the last yeah, man. two and a half weeks. A lot. Too much. Yes. Um, hey, real quick, Grant. I need to make a public uh, announcement. I just wanted everyone to know. Oh. Um, an apology, if you will. Um, in the weeks past, I uh, I'd referred to myself as Jojo Siwa. Mm. And I've heard from a reliable source that some very suspect things going on with Jojo Siwa. Um, unfortunately, she's a part of the LGBTQI. I don't know what else goes after which abbreviation. Which I don't know. One. Which I don't like. Know. Which. I like read it. an article. She she wouldn't say. She said, "I'm not ready to tell the world." And you know what? That breaks our heart. And uh, I just wanna just wanna make it public that I am rescinding. <laughs> You're denouncing your. I'm denouncing Jojo Siwa in this. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, it pains me, and uh, honestly, I just don't want to get canceled. Crushing. So, Absolutely crushing. But in seriousness, that is very sad. However, that's not what we're going to talk about today. No, that is not our topic of discussion. All things considered, I don't even know what this we should do an episode Jojo on Jojo Siwa looks like. Just talk about her dance performances and stuff, <laughs> music video. <laughs> we'll do a YouTube video reviewing. Bring on my giving giving her a a one through ten rating on her her dances. <laughs> bring well, yeah, dude. Actually, that's bring on my nine year old cousins. Cousins, yeah. Have them talk. Dude, they do a podcast. Oh my. Anyway, anyway, getting into the matter at hand, some very serious things have happened in both of our lives now. Yes. Um, Grant, what's going on? Um, so last good and bad, right? Yeah, last weekend, we, uh, we being my fiance Mary Caroline and myself, we're going up to Illinois to see, um, my newborn nephew, my. Brother Caleb and sister-in-law Paige um, had a baby on January 12th of 2021, Brooks Adrian Billings, and he is just the best. <laughs> You're so proud, bro. And, dude, he's so great. We Grant went up, is the proudest uncle that I've ever met. We, I have, oh, I need to get that shirt, like, proudest uncle. <laughs> <laughs> the one I have now just says, funkle, fun uncle. <laughs> yeah, be careful with that. I'm a funky uncle. Um... But, yeah, we went up to see him. We wanted to go um, after they had just had him, which would have been the weekend before. Um, but we couldn't because of work and scheduling conflicts. So we had to go the following weekend. And we got to go see him, and he was just fantastic. And my mother had told me that I need to go and see my grandmother because her health was kind of declining. She recently had a stroke in the last couple of months. I think it was right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And she was just kind of quiet uh, after that, which is unlike her. She's always, you know, talkative. And so, um, yeah, things were just kind of going downhill. And when we went and saw her, she was, she was just in really, really bad health. And it was, it was crushing. And so then that night, um, around midnight, she actually ended up passing on and going to be with the Lord, which so is the... Tough, man. Which is the encouraging thing. So it was just kind of a roller coaster of like, on this enormous high, getting to see this newborn life. child, yeah. this brand new life, you know? Um, 
you know, and then seeing my brother as a dad, you know, like that still is so not registered. So excited. Yeah. Like the, my, you know, my brother, I've spent my entire life with him and now he's like a dad. It's like, wow, like this is incredible. Um, and then to the just quick turnaround of, you know, a life being taken, you know, and the, uh, the service was just this past Thursday, um, which was what, two days ago. And my grandmother's request before she passed was that I speak at her funeral, myself and my cousin, Tim. Um, and that was, that was tough for both of us, but, um, my cousin, Tim, he brought scripture and he, he talked about leaving a legacy, you know, and he kind of talked about, you don't just wake up one day and decide you're going to leave an 83 year long legacy. And it was just, it was fantastic. And then I got to go up and I just, you know, saw it as an opportunity for the gospel to be heard. Yeah. And so I, I preached a little mini, like seven minute sermon, pretty much from Ephesians two, uh, verses one through 10, just shared the gospel and kind of told everyone there, like, you know, if, if you are in Christ and this isn't the final farewell for you and you know my grandma, but, um, you know, this is what it is. Yeah. You're a sinner. You need a savior. Bing, bang, boom. That's it. Yeah. It was tough. It was very tough, but you know, I was glad the Lord kind of gave me that opportunity. Yeah, dude. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to, like we've talked about this, like <laughs> having to preach at dude. someone like someone you're very close with having to do their funeral. Like, right. I don't know. I, I, I'm not very good at keeping myself composed and uh, I think that I, it was hard. It was very hard. That's very like, it's a courageous thing to do, and it's like obviously for the legacy of your grandma, for her to want you to do that. Like that's great, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Another another really sad thing um, that just happened to my church family, me and Grant's church family back home. Um, a guy named Pastor Clark Llewellyn. He was he was my first pastor. Um, he was he held me when I was born. He came to the to the hospital, and I was literally the day I was born. He held me. Um, someone who's super close to my family, big reason why my family came to faith. Um, uh, uh, God used him in amazing ways to, to literally my whole entire crazy family, yeah. um, on my dad's side, got into church, got into, to knowing who God was and, and loving him and, and wanting to live for him. Um, so it's, he actually died, um, yesterday. Um, and so me and Grant were, we were planning on doing an episode on, um, another attribute of God, but we decided, man, there's, you know, this is, this is crazy. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about how do we, how do we deal with that? Mm. How do we deal with death? Um, something that I was thinking about as, as someone who is, uh, in, in up and coming in pastoral ministry. Um, that's my goal. That's what I want to do. I've, uh, I've learned so much from Pastor Clark, but um, there were some things that we disagreed on. So one of the things that I'm working through, um, and it's been it's been a really good thing I think for me to think through, and and it's been really eye opening in a lot of ways, is that me and me and Pastor Clark, we agreed on so many things, and I learned so much from him. But we also disagreed on some things, mm. right? Very important things. Yeah. Um, and we we had t- conversations and disagreements. Um, and, and to be honest, some of the things that he believed and I believed affected the way that I looked at him. Yeah. Right. And 
and I'm saying I'm being pretty vulnerable here. Like I'm, I'm telling some things that um, are sensitive. And I was thinking about this. Um, we disagreed on some secondary issues. There's a difference between primary issues and secondary issues, right? right. Primary issues are the gospel. Um, big, big doctrines like the Trinity. Yeah. Big, do- big doctrines like, is Christ a man or is he God, right? The deity of Christ. Um, and obviously the gospel, how are you saved? You're not saved by works, you're saved by faith through Christ, mm-hmm. through what he did. So there, there are certain things that, that if you don't believe them as a, and call yourself a Christian, you're not a Christian. You don't believe what are the primary doctrines of Christianity holds to. Right. So me and Pastor Clark agreed on all of that. Um, but we disagreed on some things that, that don't have any, like they don't have, um, like if you disagree with these things, you can disagree as brothers in Christ. Yeah. You can be a Christian and have these disagreements, but they're still very important. Yeah. They still affect the way that we look at, um, at God. Right. And, and it affects our faith. Yeah. You know, um, the sovereignty of God, what does that look like? Mm. Um, so there were, there were some really big things that we disagreed on that are very important. And as I was thinking about this, as I'm trying to deal with, how do I deal with, like, how do I think through this? Um, I, I was thinking back on Pastor Clark's ministry and how he helped me, right? And one of the things that really struck me last night as I was, I was talking to my mom on the phone um, was that the disagreements that me and Pastor Clark had the, on the secondary issues, the issues that we had, you know, fiery discussions, those things you know, those big time disagreements, they, they don't, they don't matter anymore. Right. Right. This, they're secondary. Um, it's almost as if like the secondary beefs and issues and disagreements we had now, or, or when he was on earth, they're gone now. They died with him, yeah. you know, and because now what is he doing? He's, he's standing before God, right? You know, he, his faith has become sight mm-hmm. and that's somewhere that I, I want to be someday, <laughs> right? Like that's my goal is to see God, um, to be in the presence of God yeah. forever. And, you know, so now, you know, I'm just working through that, like, and trying to practically think through what that looks like. Um, I think that, you know, obviously doctrine matters, theology matters. And if it wasn't for secondary doctrines that showed me who God was and like alive in my heart, got like the Holy Spirit uses scripture. And there are secondary issues in scripture that the Holy Spirit uses to make us love him more. Yeah. Um, So they matter. And I'm not saying they don't. But now those issues that me and Pastor Clark had, it's it's almost like they're gone. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't have I have nothing bad to say about Pastor Clark. Of course. There's not a single bad thing I could say. Um, I could say this. We had disagreements, but he was a man of God. He was and he loved his church. He loved his people. And he served his life. He, he, he did a sermon on Thursday. He died on Friday. Yeah. Like, think about that. That is, wow, man. The last like, thing you did before you passed on was. And he preached, man. He preached the word. Yeah. And he, he passionately, you know, exclaimed, this is who God is. Believe in him. Trust in him. That was his last sermon. And that's, that is a goal, man. That's like, huge. He, he lived, he lived the faith. Yeah. And, you know, that is what I want to do. You know, that's our goal, right? Right. Is at the end of our life, we can, we can say that we, like we did our best, empowered by the Holy Spirit, strengthened, given gifts, and we finished strong. 
Mm. We finished with endurance. He had cancer. He was not doing well. He right. went up there that, that Thursday and was not doing well. Mm. Um, but that is a testament, a testament of his love for God, his love for the people in his church. Mm. Um, and I, once again, I hope that made sense. Like, like I'm just trying to think through this, you know, yeah. like as a, as someone who is in the reformed circle, there are so, like critique comes with being reformed a lot of times because of course. And to a, to a fault sometimes, but also it's necessary at times. And, you know, there are, scripture matters, truth matters. The secondary things that we debate about, baptism, God's sovereignty, um, different things like that, you know, they matter. Mm. And, but at the same time, you know, I think that once you die, there is no more secondary issues. You right. know? There's no secondary issues in heaven. It's, it's all the primary. We just get to praise God for the gospel, what yeah. he did in Christ. And so that brings us to the next part of this this um, episode where we kind of look at what does it look like to grieve as a Christian? Yeah. You know, what does it look like to to have, well, we see both things, right? We see the good and we see the bad. We, yeah. You just had a, a nephew born and, right. and your grandma dies. And then, you know, a couple days later, Pastor Clark dies. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing God's graciousness and providing new life. Yeah. And, but we're also seeing the seriousness of, of, of the God who also, he gives and takes. Yeah. Um, so what does it look like to grieve? Um, that's a, that's a question that we're going to try to hit Yeah. here. So what do you, what do you think? Like, yeah, I mean, so my, uh, my mom and dad came down the stairs and woke myself and my eldest brother up. I don't know why I just said Elvis. No one <laughs> says that. Maybe a 16th no century. No one says that. My <laughs> eldest brethren and myself. Um, <laughs> but they they came down to wake us up and tell us the news at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. And so I laid there. And I was like, I'm not going to go back to sleep. So I went upstairs and I just like sat. I'm like, I took a shower. I was like, I just don't even know what to do. And I finally got to the point where I was like, I don't really know how to deal with this. And so I turned on an R.C. Sproul, like, teaching sermon of what is the gospel. And it was just kind of like, this is the this is the greatest thing we can remind ourselves of in these times. And, and when it's, you know, the, the loss of a believer, it's like reminding yourself the gospel is the greatest thing. Because, it's like, you know now that there's no more, there's no more pain, there's no more suffering for them, you know. Um... And that was just very encouraging for me. Obviously, I love RC, but um, just hearing and reminding myself of the gospel and getting into the word and just reminding myself of like, this is a part of God's design. This is all a part of God's will. This is a part of God's plan. Shout out, Drake. Just kidding. But (laughs) uh, it's like, you know, this is all a part of it. From yeah. the beginning of time, this was a part of the plan. This well, was a part of God's plan. Well, I think you're right, but at the same time, we got to make the distinction: the fact that death is not good. Right. right. It's not. Death is a product of what happened in the garden. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, we believe that, right? So of course. I'm not trying to downplay what you're saying. I right. think that's right. But at the same time, we have to kind of remind ourselves that this isn't what's good in life. Like death yeah. is is something that is. A product of evil. It's a right. product of sin coming into the world. And like the Bible says that death is our wages. Yeah. Like it's what God pays us for <laughs> our sins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, 
Like ultimately, this is God doing something. Yeah. And it's God's purpose. Yeah. And it's God's will. But it's not that God brought death or gave us death as a good no, thing. Course. It's a bad thing. Yeah, and I don't I don't want that to sound like that yeah. was like I know you don't. I just wanted to Yeah, no, that. and that's and that was even a part of what I uh I, I, you know, when I got the opportunity to speak at the funeral, that was, I think that was the last thing I said was because of sin, we mourn the loss, but because of grace and mercy given by God, like we know that she's yeah in a glorified body. And so, and that's so like, I think that's where we have to start is, um, first of all, I, practically to mourn, to grieve is a good thing. Um, it's not a bad thing. And right. I think, I think that, you know, as men, right. Ooh, macho dudes, you know, we, uh, we think that at times, not that it's a good thing. Like, I don't think that this is a general statement, but I don't, I don't know how false it is. Um, it's not mainly to cry, you know, it's kind of like a social norm not to cry as a man. Right. And I think that the, the example Christ gives us, you know, specifically with, um, Lazarus. Yeah. Right. He wept. Uh, he Jesus wept. Yeah, um, and that was an ex- and obviously he knew what he was about to do. He knew he was about to raise dude up. Exactly. But he showed his compassion. He showed how um, how how sympathetic he is towards death and how evil it is and how wrong. Mm-hmm. Like how how this isn't this isn't the desire of God that people die. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's a product. It's what we're paid for for our sins. Yeah. Um, and so, what is our hope? How can we have hope? How can we weep well? How can we grieve well? Um, going through such tremendous amounts of, of sadness and sorrow um, as a Christian. So I think one of the verses that, I mean, is very popular for this, and I, I think that it's so good and so gospel-centered, reminding us what is awaiting us um, as Christians. We have hope in death, and here's why. It's in First um, Thessalonians 4. Verse 13 and 14. It says this. But we do not want we do not want to be want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do, who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. So we have that. We don't, as Christians. We weep differently. <laughs> we don't weep like the atheist does. We yeah. don't weep. We don't mourn over death like the non-Christian does. Right. Um, because of what is awaiting us. Yeah. Um, you know, so as, as someone who's lost, I've lost many people in my life. I've lost my brother uh, to cancer when he was very young. I've lost both sets of my grandparents. And... Um, it's tough, bro. Like, especially, and I remember being an unbeliever. Um, you know, you, you say that people say this a lot. Oh, we'll see him again. Mm -hmm. And we see this from non-Christians all the time. He's in a better place. Yeah. Um, you know, we see all sorts of that type of thing. Right. How do you respond to that? You know, as a, as a Christian? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult really in it. I mean, when I hear people say stuff like that um, about, you know, perhaps a non-believer, oh, they're in a better place now. Oh, they're they're up in heaven doing X, Y, and Z now. And it's like, 
Your dog or your cat, you know? Yeah. Oh, she's running with us. She's... She's chasing those bunnies in heaven now, and it's no, she's not. Well, and, and it's like, and I, and first of all, you should never like. If someone's dealing with that, like, don't don't be like, hey yo, that ain't true. Um, no, no, there's don't a, do there, that. There's a heaven and a hell. Like when that person's grieving, yeah. the Bible says to weep with them. Right. Um. Don't don't <laughs> don't just be like. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Right. Don't. Straight up. Don't be. Don't be that Don't guy. be very blunt in those circumstances. Yeah. Because when someone's going through something, obviously, the last thing they want to hear is, eh, I'm pretty sure he's know. in hell. I know what he did. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, that's pretty tough to say. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, wow. Well, and it's probably true. Yeah. You know, we, we as Christians, you know, we can we can tell who's a Christian and who's not right. at times. Yeah. You know, there there there's evidence. There's fruit. You yeah. Know, that comes out of a life that is that is rooted in faith. Yeah. Um but, that's but don't be time. insensitive. Don't be insensitive in times like that. And and like I kind of started to say before, like when I hear something like that or see something like that, especially from a non-believer, it's like, okay, this makes me want to go and now share the gospel with that person. Now, in, in the midst of their crying, you don't just walk up to them and be like, hey, um, you're a sinner <laughs> and you're on your way to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like... There, there's a process in which you do that. There's a time frame in which you, you wait and then you kind of approach. It's like when that person is ready to talk about something like that. And obviously the gospel is a very urgent thing and you want to you wanna share it with them. But there's... You know, what they need from you is is for you to be there for them. Yeah. And that will open up doors. How many times has that opened? That's opened up doors for me a thousand times. Of course. Like, Death always begs the question: What what happens? Yeah. You know what happens after this? Mm. Where did that person go? Am I ever going to see my family member again? Um, and I and for me, working through this, I think a lot of Christians too um, do this, where it's like, oh well, this person died. I can't, like I'm going to trust in Jesus so I can see them again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I I, I see where we're coming from, and I yeah. think trust in Jesus, but. I think whenever you when you say something like that, we're not trusting in Jesus so we can get not Jesus when we get to heaven. Yeah. We were trusting in Jesus and I think in, as a that's the importance of theological understanding is that dude, Jesus is better than anything, any person. Right. He's he will satisfy you more. He will give you more joy than you've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Um Especially whenever our, our joy is made full in him. Mm. We're not like, i am be honest. Like, I don't know if, cause my brother, my brother was a Christian, um, whenever I was not, and he died young. And I always think he died about 10 years ago almost. And I'm like, man, I'd like, I really want to see Zach again, Yeah, you know? But at the same time, it's like, I don't even know if I'm going to notice the dude, Like, right. I want to be standing before the creator of the world. Exactly. The, the God of the universe. Yeah. The one that I sinned against, but he died for me, so to take my sins upon himself. Yeah. That is, and that's going to be our focus. Our, our, our main goal in getting to heaven shouldn't be, hey, uh, I want to see my dog or cat or, right. or my brother or my, my mom or dad. Mm-hmm. Those are great things. Or my wife, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, I want to see my savior. Yeah. I want to see the creator. I want to, oh boy. Right. Like, just think, that gets me, that gets me so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be unfathomable when we get to heaven. 
know, we can sit and say, oh, I wonder what heaven's going to be like. Is it going to be streets of gold? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Is it going to be all these things? And it's like, regardless of what heaven's going to be like, God is going to be there. <laughs> yeah, dude. God is going to be it's, there. So and, it's, and those are good questions, but at the same time, yeah. it's like, at the end of the day, I really don't think we're going to care. No. I really don't. No. You know, I think, first of all, it's going to be better than we could ever imagine. Exactly. But second of all, it's going to be better than we can ever imagine because of who is there. Right. And the person that's there, that's that's worth all worship and glory and honor and power and strength, everything. He's the one who created. He's there. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him. Exactly. You know, um, and so that's what this verse is talking about. Um, we do not weep, he, Paul says, we do not grieve as those... Who have no hope. Yeah. The atheist has no hope. Right. His his theory is, or her theory, is that, I don't know what happens. I think we just stay in the ground. And then you... We rot. Show back that's up it. in the earth. Those. Well, that's that's other religions. You know, we, we have a <laughs> <laughs> reincarnation, and that's, yeah. a, that's a big time thing that's coming back. Yeah. Big time. And it's been in, in, you know, in India and like the Hindu religions right. for, and Buddhism and things like that. I don't know exactly what religions have that, but... You know, that's a that's a new age thing now. You like, become one with nature. Yeah, you become like this spiritual, uh, the universe, right? Like we'll, we'll we'll be reabsorbed back into the universe in some way. Oh yeah, and it's like that sucks. That, <laughs> I don't want to be a frog, <laughs> but we have we have this hope that is, we like when someone dies, we legitimately have hope. Yeah, that that's not the end of that person, mm-hmm. and that's really just the beginning. Yeah. This is, we're, we're in a stage of, of life right now where we're like, as people who are living right now, yeah. this is, this is the smallest amount of time you can imagine. Yeah. Compared to what we are going to yeah. it's like experience. It's what, what James says, you know, your life is but a vapor. Yeah. Here and then gone. What about the whole ocean that's, that vapor came from, right? right. Like that little vapor, you know, think of a, a little spray of the ocean or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Grant's obsessed, obsessed with ASMR or whatever. Dude, it's so oh, strange. strange. It's so just... Like I said, dude, if you ha- if you like that, I literally I don't, don't trust it. And that's it. the problem is I don't know if I like it. But see, like, I think you do, When bro. people are real up close to it and they're like, welcome to my ASMR. Like, that bothers me. But when they're up close to it and then they like peel a banana or something stupid. Yeah, I chop into like an apple. Oh, it's so nasty. And it's just like a perfect like, oh. Anyway, <laughs> so what is our hope in this life? Um, why can we grieve? And why are we supposed to grieve? We're supposed to weep with those who weep and mourn ourselves. Mm. But we do our mourning not as those who have been defeated because of the person we put our faith in, Jesus Christ. Right. What did he do? And this is what the Bible says in, in verse 14. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, okay, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Yeah. So there's this there's this clear evidence that because Jesus rose again, he was he was setting an example for what we are going to do. Yeah. He was he was making a way. He in him dying and him rising, the Bible says that he defeated death, right? The power of death. So the power of death over the Christian has been broken. Right. Because we will not stay dead. Mm-hmm. In fact, we are going to rise again and we are going to be with him. Yeah. So we don't, and, and this is how I think we should grieve biblically. We don't grieve by just focusing in 
on all of the terrible things that are happening around us. Mm. There, I mean, there are a million things that you can grieve about today. You can grieve about the culture. You can grieve about your your dead loved ones. Um, you can grieve about anything. You can grieve about Wall Street. Oh. <laughs> what is it? What do they say? Stonks. No, what do they say? Like no. pump it up or something like that? Or we're going to the moon. Yeah, going to the moon. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm going nowhere with that. But anyway, um, we we can grieve. Like there are so many terrible things we can look around yeah. and see it and notice it. Um, but as Christians, we we grieve temporarily for that culture. Um, we may grieve our whole lives um, in some form or fashion for the loss of a loved one. I know yeah. I, I grieve my brother still. It's been 10 years. Yeah. I don't think grieving just stops. I think it. I think you become functional at some point, but grieving doesn't stop. When, whenever you lose a loved one, because there'll be times when it just pops up and you're reminded of how mm-hmm. much you miss them. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't grieve permanently. Right. Right. Christ didn't stay dead permanently. Yeah. We won't stay dead permanently. Neither were, well, no one will stay dead permanently. All the dead are going to rise. They're going to judge the living. He's going to judge the dead and, and, and we're going to, he's going to throw some in the lake of, of fire and he's going to bring those who believed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we trust in Christ that he is the payment for our sins. Yeah. And in him dying, he made a payment, uh, a legal payment. He atoned for or paid for our sins right. before a holy God. So now we're made right before him and he gives us the Holy Spirit to cause us to walk in good works. So we, we, we are seen by God as God sees Christ. He has given us his works as um, in, in grace, like we don't deserve it. Right. Um, but then he doesn't, he doesn't stay dead. Yeah. He rises. And that is where we, in our grieves about death and things like that, we are reminded in the resurrection mm-hmm. that Christ didn't stay dead and he is going to make sure that we don't stay dead either. Yeah. And not only will death come to an end when Christ comes back, but all bad things will. So everything that we've ever grieved about, Everything that a Christian will see in the culture and grieve about or, or feel sorrow for, we, we don't stay sorrowful. Um, it, will, it will come to an end for the Christian. Yeah. Um, for those who trust in Christ for salvation, all bad things will come to an end and all good things will be perfected. Yeah. Um, we will be free from sin. We will be free from, from grief. We will be free from sadness mm-hmm. in, in every sort of way. Yeah. Um, because of what Christ did in his victory over death, we are grieving, but we are not grieving permanently. We grieve with hope, yeah. great hope in what he did. Yeah, yeah, and that's great. But yeah, so though it's a sad time and there's, there is a time for mourning, um, yeah, I mean, like Josiah just nailed on pretty much is, you know, there's hope and we have that hope and it's great. And that's why we trust. That's why we trust in Christ. Exactly. So for you, um, you know, who in your family doesn't trust in Christ, right? Yeah. Are there people in your family that don't trust in Christ? There are friends you have that don't. Um, be courageous. They need the gospel, right? Um, because for a lost person, they don't have the same hope. Yeah. They have no hope after death. Like there's none. Yeah. Um, they will be paid for their sins, and they will be paid in eternal wrath from a holy God that justly punishes sin. He's a just God. He's not going to allow any sins 
to slip by his his judgment. So preach the gospel to your friends and family, guys. Mm. They need they have to have it. Yeah. Um, do it with grace, but do it with boldness, and do it with with love. Tell the truth to them. They they are sinners. They need a savior. Yeah. That's and, the only hope. Well, yeah, and it can be kind of nerve wracking to do that, but at the end of the day, know that regardless of what they think after you share that gospel with them, you're right. You're right, and they need it because yeah. God commands it. And trust the Holy Spirit. Pray for them. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit's working. It's not yours. It's not exactly. mine. It's the Holy Spirit who works in the hearts of men to show them their sin, show them their need for a Savior. Right. So, yeah, I think that was. I think that's kind of like the summary of what we're feeling and thinking right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and this isn't the, you know, this isn't the end-all, be-all. Obviously, there's um, there's other ways that Christians grieve with with loss and and mourn um but the these are just things that we've learned um experiences that we've had but you know in the scriptures that we read from also you know it's, they're very clear man yeah we have to trust that's our main hope mm-hmm. um, that's our only hope right so that's how we should grieve yeah you know, together so so thanks for listening guys uh once again follow us on facebook instagram not, not parlor. They canceled <laughs> parlor. Dude, I totally forgot. Devastating. About that. I didn't think about it until oh, just now. I was like, ah, oh, I gotta hit the little. Dude, thing. they were oh. picking up steam and they just cashed Dude, out, bro. They they did them dirty. They bro. got canceled, bro. Amazon, they got bro. canceled. That's so crushing. So <laughs> don't follow us on parlor because you can't even get on it anymore. Oh man. <laughs> but anyway, so subscribe to um, the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, leave a review, please. That helps us tremendously. Uh, leave a little review. Tell us that this is your favorite podcast or tell us that this is your least favorite podcast. Regardless, the word favorite is still tagged on there. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. Hey, also, if you have any if you have any, uh, any thoughts about this, any concerns about maybe some things we said, uh, or maybe you just want some prayer, um, whatever the case may be, hit us up. Yeah. Um, we both have individual accounts. You yeah. can feel free to message us on there. Um, we would love to, to be of any, you know, any help at all in any way. So thank you guys. And, uh, see you next time. See you.